Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 50, episode 5-0 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast. I am one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by Daryl Fuimano and Eli Downing, the boys. How is it going? It's been a while. Very good. Happy to be back after, what, a month off? We got a month off, man. We engineered some free time for ourselves, in that sense, at least. <laughs> engineered. I've been better. Right. Right. Yeah, What's... I got, yeah go I ahead. Got sick over the holidays. Yeah. So, little well... little Rona going on. <laughs> yeah. You've survived yeah. the Omicron threat, or you are I currently have. in the midst of surviving the Omicron threat? I think I've survived it. It's just lingering a bit with the... Especially with the cold weather going on out here. Yeah. It's just my throat's been uh, irritated. Yeah. The throat has been, uh, how do you say, uh, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, totally fuck. understandable. We're obviously very happy that you are better and doing okay. I know in the Discord you were, you were chatting about how you weren't feeling great you know, a week or two ago. And then um, we didn't hear from you for a few days. So I was a little worried, but you're okay, which I'm very happy about. And... Uh, you know, sorry you're not feeling great, but slowly the recovery process will come along. Yeah. Um, you and about half the world have Omicron right now, so <laughs> you know don't feel <laughs> don't feel bad. It is everywhere. Uh, you know, Stephanie actually had it over the holiday break as well, which means that I was most definitely exposed. I just got lucky and didn't have anything happen. So yeah, it's uh it's getting around. Stay safe wild. out there. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I w- I went to get tested at this place and. Previously, I had just like walked in, walked right out, got my test. Five minutes this is right down the road for me. It was pretty dope. Uh huh. And then like this time, I went and it was a complete nut house. Like I'm surprised I didn't just like get it again there or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had these appointments, and like the lady in front of me had the same appointment I did. So they were like double booking appointments, mm. and it was at like 8:45. I didn't get my test till like 9:30. Took me like an hour to shove a stick up my nose oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and then it's like well you got to wait like two to four days or whatever sometimes for the results so it's like mm-hmm. by the time you need it it's not even relevant anymore uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah it's it's really tough out there i'm sure if you're listening to this you're dealing with a, a similar phenomenon as well unless you're listening in the future and uh omicron has wiped us all out so, you know, have fun listening to this case, space. Yeah, yeah, you're li- you're, space. Yeah, you're listening to this space cast in 2035. We're happy to have you. Uh, but yeah, we're dealing with it everywhere. It's crazy. I hope everyone tries to just stay safe and healthy as much as you can. That's really all we can do at this point. And uh, yeah, we are happy to be back. As, as we noted, it's been a month since we've recorded. Episode 49 was recorded in advance. And then the holidays came and we all had some much needed weekends where we we didn't have to worry about the show which was really good i think and uh it's cool that we're able to like engineer it we we know now if we do a little bit of upfront work and do something in advance we can buy ourselves like a pretty good chunk of time so that's that's a good experiment to have completed yo speaking of crazy what the heck are you guys talking about tsunamis oh yeah so this is johnny Johnny tsunamis (laughs) yeah we're talking about the disney movie um this is (laughs) some wild shit so apparently this is uh we're recording on the 15th of january in the morning and apparently in the middle of the night last night 
uh, a tsunami or a volcano erupted under the Pacific Ocean and near the nation of Tonga. And it basically created, you know, a huge tsunami warning and or watch for the entire West Coast of the United States and for Canada. Basically, all the way from Alaska down to Mexico was a tsunami watch and tsunami warning, which uh, is pretty fucking wild when you think about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, hopefully we've all survived. <laughs> we don't just see giant waves coming at us out of our window any minute here, like the movie 2012. Oh, I'm watching a video of it. Holy hell, dude. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. Yeah. How do they get that clip? I don't know. The dr- drone Trust. technology, dude. Drone technology, indeed. <laughs> Regardless, you know, we've survived COVID. We've survived potential tsunamis, the holidays with family, which is its own type of survival. And we are here for you now to bring you episode 50. I want to start off with a couple of just quick announcements. I know I put them a couple items lower in the show notes, but... To not be very disruptive, I just wanted to shout out really quick that we had a winner of our 2021 final leg of the race, and uh, during episode 49, we were talking about the rules for the 2022 race, so that's all begun. It has started in earnest. Quick note to say about that in a second, but I wanted to, and we wanted to, congratulate Slugger for winning the final section of the 2021 race, and uh, yeah, I mean, congrats. You got that $50 PSN gift card, you know? Yeah. You're kicking ass, taking names, and uh, we're very proud of you. The holiday leg of the race. Exactly. Won yourself a $50 PSN gift card. And uh, I know that he is in the midst of a no gaming or no game purchase challenge as well. So I'm not sure if he's Mm going to use that right away, but it's there for you when you want it. (laughs) Better not spend that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a, a topic of some debate within the Discord because there's a few of us doing this. And myself included, you know, we get gift cards for Christmas or whatever uh, for PSN. And I find it cheating to use them still to buy games because it's not really what the challenge is about for me. Mm -hmm. But, but, you know, everyone's different. So, hey, congratulations to you, Slugger, first of all. And uh, if you end up using that, uh, we'll revoke it. So, (laughs) And uh, really quickly as well, you know, we mentioned the 2022 race. It has begun in earnest on the Discord. So if you're a member of our Discord and you follow the rules that are listed there in the race rules, you are participating in our 2022 race, the first of three that will happen throughout the year. And again, the prize is a $50 PSN gift card. So if you're somehow listening to this and not checked out the Discord and not checked out the race, I encourage you to go do that. Um, yeah, it should be should be a good old time. And... Oh, crap. There was something we were going to say about it. Do you guys remember? I was supposed to mention some other little detail about the rules. I don't know. No? Okay. Well, the rules are listed in the Discord. <laughs> so go in there and check it out. Uh, it's pretty clear, but any questions you can feel to Daryl, Paul Simone guy, and uh, we'll get it sorted out. But we, we encourage you to go check it out. Now, with the uh, the housekeeping stuff sort of out of the way here, I had a question for you guys that is is food-related, okay? Are you ready? Do you have a sick stomach? Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. can talk. You can talk about this. One of us does. One of us. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So one of us is not like the others. Oh yeah, shit. Um, in party chat yesterday, a incredibly disgusting food combination was brought up. I wanted to get your take on it. Now, apparently, it's a Midwestern thing to have in the same meal chili, like 
you know, the soup, stew, chili that you'd put on a chili dog or chili fries, whatever, right? And eat it at the same fucking time as cinnamon rolls. Hmm. Potentially dipping your Mid- cinnamon roll in chili. Midwestern thing? I don't... What? That's what I was told. And my retort was, I used to live in Wisconsin, and I've never heard of this. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. And you, <laughs> you lived on the East Coast, so between us, we should know, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, no, get the fuck out of here. You've never heard of this phenomenon. It's nuts. It's just nutty, dude. It's certainly nuts, but have you ever like seen or I've never even encountered this before? No, absolutely not. It's breakfast and lunch. Correct. You know what are you doing? <laughs> a cinnamon roll is like a delicious dessert breakfast food. That it there's no need for anything with that. Besides like more sugary whatever's on top, you know? Right, more of the glaze. Yeah, glaze. Mm-hmm. So what yeah i don't i don't quite understand the point of it either to be honest like it kind of makes me want to throw up thinking about dipping a cinnamon roll in chili i mean that's what like (laughs) i could see like cornbread or like bread like something like that yeah cornbread for cinnamonness of the roll is the whole point of the cinnamon roll Mm -hmm. and you're just completely masking that with chili exactly honestly i'm a little fired up Good. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Daryl? Is, is this something you've had before? Are you eating it currently? And that's why you're silent. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's so delicious. He's like, I don't know. It's pretty good. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Yeah. Uh, nah, man. I don't know. I don't, I've never heard of anything like this. And let's just be clear. This, He's the same one that drinks milk with pizza, right? It's the same guy. Yeah. yeah, he's okay. making shit up at this point. Yeah, nah, he's just trying to get us fired up. up. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing visually appetizing about chili just dripping off cinnamon rolls. No, no, does it sound? Does it sound right, man? No, it it makes me rethink like everything. Like, why? <laughs> well, why would people do that? It makes me rethink everything. <laughs> Like, am I living in the wrong or what? Like, what the fuck's going on? Chili on cinnamon rolls. Right. It feels like you've been lied to when you hear a food combo like that. You know, like you're like, wait, this is possible. Like people do this shit with food. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I think like, you know, we've, we've been talking about like just before we even started recording, we were trying to come up with ideas for episode 52. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just get like three cinnamon rolls, put chili on it, and oh. then we can like. You know, live test it, it the out. final verdict on like is this good or not? Yeah, I'm we'll bad. we'll turn our cameras on. We'll record us eating these cinnamon rolls with the chili. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. And uh, make sure you have Eat your chum milk. buckets ready so you can yak it chum up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe Skrillis knows the secrets to life, man. Maybe this is just like one we've been missing out on our whole life. Yeah, and but here's part of the argument that was explained to me last night. Okay. He's, he oh. said that some people, which is true, eat chicken and waffles, which I, which okay. I know, right? And that's delicious, yeah, that's, right? That's which good. is sweet and savory together. So I understand that's, sort of the concept a little bit. That's, what, how is that part of the argument? 
Well, no, he's just saying like, like other rebuttal. areas of no, no. He's just saying the other areas of the country. And when I lived in North Carolina, there were places that specialized in chicken and waffles. Yeah, for, you chicken know? waffles is good, but how does that have anything to do with cinnamon rolls and chili? I think it was the sweet and savory combo that he's saying this exists in other food pairings, and we don't That's, think about it. You know, and uh-uh. and, and uh, a cinnamon roll and a waffle fall uh-huh. under the same category, in my opinion. They're a a sort of sweet, bready, doughy breakfast food. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. All right. If you, I mean, if you have like sugary glaze on your waffle, it's it's not really a waffle. And then, and then to put like a a liquidy topping on it, it's that's it's not even close to chicken waffles. Chicken waffles is good, mm. but they're not they're not close to the same thing. Okay. So you don't you don't hold any weight in that argument. You're saying no, fuck that. Yeah, get the fuck get that out of here too. Okay. All right. Well, I can't eat either of them because I'm vegetarian, so I can't really dis- explain it to you. Uh, but yeah. but uh, maybe you guys will try it out, you know, and I'll try some other weird food combo. Maybe I'll try the, the pizza and milk. And, I mean, uh, right, you could put, like, syrup on, like, a breaded chicken. It would be okay, right, with your waffles or whatever. Sure. Or even, like, some some kind of spicy thing. Collard but greens usually is what they did. You don't put, like, syrup and, like, glaze on chili. Oh no! You know no. what I mean? <laughs> oh it's god, not, it's no. not the same. I want no. my chili to be spicy and like savory. That's kind of mm-hmm. my jam. I know some people do put uh, sugar in their chili, though. That's the thing. Like just a little bit. Yeah, but not a cinnamon roll. Right, it's true. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to defend the choice. You believe me? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't agree with it. But yeah, uh, those are the like the baked beans that are like brown sugar, sugary, or whatever. Those mm-hmm. are good. Right, exactly. Pretty, okay. pretty bad for you, but pretty good. Oh, yeah, they're incredibly bad for you. But, uh, okay. All right, fair enough. All right, I just wanted to bring that up just to kind of get your uh, brain juices flowing because it made me want to throw up this, uh, this last night. So <laughs> now the I've shared that with, with you. More like the stomach juices flowing, dude. <laughs> I hope you got your chum buckets. <laughs> I hope you're ready to go. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. Well, last thing before we hop into uh, the coveted section of the show, which is the dad jokes, which I'm very excited to get to. I did want to ask, you know, any sort of New Year's resolutions firing from the hip here? Do you guys have anything coming into 2022? Because we are recording in the new year and we haven't talked since uh, since that's happened. Uh, For me, I got to say, I'm probably still going to continue on with my 2021 resolution. Okay. Of platinuming, you know, the Souls games that I planned to do last year. I think I only did two of the ones I mentioned. So I did Dark Souls Remastered, Wolfenstein. So uh, I got a few more from software games that I want to platinum. So I'm still continuing on with that. And New Year's resolution for me for 2022 is just to have a good balance of trophy hunting and enjoying, like, video games. Yeah, just playing games for fun. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I was taking trophy hunting pretty hard last year, so I kind of want to, like, lay off of it for a while just to, you know, play some games, play some new games. Yep. And uh, trophy hunt as well, but not take trophy hunting too seriously. Yeah, you don't want all of your gaming time to be trophy hunting. But you do, you know, so you want to, like, enjoy other things in games for their own sake, I think. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Really quickly, I will just tell you guys this story because I'm not going to save it for episode 51. There's too much other shit we've been playing. But uh, last night, I was trying to clean up Demon Souls, speaking about From Software Platinums, okay? 
And uh, turns out, I did not follow the guide correctly. So I got to the end of the New Game Plus playthrough and collecting again and traded in for some spells, and lo and behold, the Platinum did not pop. Meaning, what? if I need to go do it again, or if I needed to get the spells, I would have to do New Game Plus Plus. Or start a brand new character over and play through the game twice as a mage to get everything. So long story short, I'm not going to Platinum that game. No I, shot. I'm not doing it. That game no pissed, shot. It pissed me off way too much, and I'm not doing it. I'm not doing two more playthroughs. Up. Yeah. 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 And uh, but but I did. Uh, I'm not getting rid of the game or anything, Eli. I promised you I'd help you when you get to it. So that my word is bond. I will definitely help you with that. But I'm just not uh, not going to platinum it. Said fuck it. But here's the really annoying thing. Okay. In PS5 games, there's the ability for certain trophies to have like their own percentage, right? So the percentage of spells needed to get that all spells trophy okay mm -hmm. now i increased that by a small percent but i didn't actually earn the trophy but it still moved the list for demon souls all the way up to the top mm. of my list of games played which fucked up my streak for 100 percents and platinums <laughs> so not only did i not earn the platinum but it now has ruined the biggest streak i've ever had well you can go get it with two more playthroughs. <laughs> yeah. Well, either, yeah. Two, either two more no playthroughs, either two more playthroughs or another full playthrough on New Game Plus Plus. I'm not sure which is worse. <laughs> what so, did you miss? I missed some of the spells. So the, the guide, and this is important because you're going to get into this at some point. Um, you know, it, make sure you follow that guide. I was a faith character, so I prioritized getting all of the miracles on my first playthrough mm -hmm. first instead of what the guide has you do, which is some of the faith stuff and some of the spells. And I was just like, well, what's the difference? Like, you, the same concept applies. You're just reloading your PSN like, cloud save and getting mm -hmm. the ones that you didn't get the first time. Mm -hmm. Didn't work. Did not work. So you make sure you follow that guide exactly as it is listed, and, uh, and you should be okay. But I was pretty damn pissed last night. I, was, I went from feeling fantastic. Slugger was helping me. We were beating the bosses. I was like, this is great. Feel good. Went to go do the trophy pop. Nothing happened. Tried it three or four different times. Looked at every which way of doing it with the saves, upload, download, whatever. Nope, didn't work. So, <laughs> anywho. Man. Yep. And right. So, I, I was telling uh, the guys in the party chat, you know, the silver lining is that uh, Elden Ring gets to be my first FromSoft Platinum still, potentially. <laughs> 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 so, that's, so, that's all right, I guess. Anyway, Eli, what do you got for your New Year's resolutions? Uh, I think uh, Pat said it best in the Discord. With I don't I don't remember how he said it. Yeah, but you know, just not having any. I don't think there's any reason to, uh, you know, if you want to make a change, make a change. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any reason to just you know, New Year, New Me type stuff. That's uh, that's my kind of outlook on the New Year's resolution. Yeah, I think that's a healthy way to do it. But do you have any changes that you're trying to make? That's another way to ask the uh, question. Current currently not. No. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. No, I liked his perspective on that. He's mm -hmm. very, uh, Pat's very matter of fact with a lot of things, you know, he mm -hmm. just kind of takes it logically and like, all right, well, that's stupid or nope, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I always appreciate his insight on that. Um, I am just continuing with my hundred days, no drinking, hundred days, no game purchases. I'm moderately far. I'm about halfway in the no drinking one. Uh, it's 49 days today. And so it'll be day 50 tomorrow. I just recounted this morning. And so I'll be halfway through that. And then 
the no game purchases uh, ends on the 3rd of March. So I've still got some time, but not really, you know, it's coming along, actually. Mm -hmm. The only other thing for this year that I wanted to do is run a 10K. I got into running again last year. So a 10K is 6.4 miles, which I think I should be able to do. So that's it for me, but some good ones. Okie dokie, Eli, you know what time it is. Mm. Take us in for some dad jokes. All right. So speaking of being sick, how do you make a Kleenex dance? Mm. (sighs) Throw it to the wind. (laughs) Give it a wiggle. Oh, close. You put a little boogie in it. Oh, Ah. damn. A little boogie. Uh. A little boogie in it. <laughs> That's a good one. And uh, how do you get a squirrel to like you? <laughs> Give it a nut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, act like a nut. Oh, act like a nut. Say, All right. Okay. Let's say that's pretty good. That's pretty close. A little less sexual of an answer. <laughs> yeah. Are we still pulling from the same joke book here? Did you get a new one over the holidays? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, how do you fix a pumpkin? Like a carved up one. Oh, man. Something with a jack, like a jack-o'-lantern, and a jack-a-tool. Yeah, jack it off. Is that in? <laughs> no, dude. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> uh, with a pumpkin patch. That's really uh, okay. cute, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing these down for my future kids. Yeah. Mm. Listen to all these shitty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what do librarians wear on their feet? Mm, Birkenstocks instead of Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? That's pretty good. Oh, let's go. No, it's, oh. that's pretty good. Oh, it's kind of related, but okay. It's- Oh my god! (laughs) And last, last but not least, what kind, what kind of horse do you ride at night? What kind of horse or horse? What'd you say? What kind of horse do you ride at night? Okay. Um, horse do you ride at night? Horse do you ride at night? A wild state? No, I don't know. Nightmare. Ah, dude, Mm. let's go. Let's go. There used to be this uh this magic card in Magic the Gathering called Nightmare. And it was a swamp colored, so the black mana card, mm-hmm. and it was a nightmare horse. Mm. So that's what that reminded me of. Nice. Shout out to all the Magic the Gathering players out there. You know who you I are. I found my cards the other day. Did you? You sh- we should play all on our lunch at work sometime, dude. <laughs> head out to the head out to the head out to the picking table to go play some magic. What do you say? Head out to what? The the picnic tables. Go play some magic. Oh, picnic tables. I think you said Chippendales. What the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah, dude, we'll head over to Azteca and play some magic <laughs> outside on the cast iron. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> I feel like we're awake now. We got the gut juices and the brain juices going. So thank you uh, very much for those dad jokes, Eli. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. And of course... We are supported over on Patreon. The bi-weekly trophy hunting show that you've come to know and love of Trophy Talk Podcast is over there at patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast. We encourage you to check that out and see if there's a tier of support that makes sense for you. 
There's also links there. Uh, you should go and check out the SoundCloud, of course, and uh, check out the Discord. We've got the race going on, like we said earlier. There's your plug for everything that you should look into if you want to get more engaged in the show and the community. And uh, with that, I wanted to give our Patreon shout-out to our supporters. So a special thank you goes to Charles Bilby, The Slide G. Cooper, Patrick Tebow, Slugger, Be Down, Maximum Carnage, and Skrillas. So thank you very much for your support of the show. We really appreciate it. And with that, we're getting into the Patreon-submitted questions for episode 50. Who's hyped? Me. Right, we this got guy some, here. We got some hype, and uh, let's let's. Uh, Daryl, do you want to read the first? Uh, er, yeah, why don't you read the first question, if you don't mind? Yeah. Uh, so first question comes from the Sly G Cooper. He wants to know if you could only eat at fast food restaurants for every meal, what would be your choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? This is a cool question. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting it's like a fantasy camp you know you just get to be like what you know just eat whatever mm-hmm. i want yeah what, what'd you have for this eli uh it was kind of tough um i don't eat a lot of fast food and um it's kind of getting a little nitty-gritty with it but i guess i'd have to go with jaybo jack in the box for breakfast just because i mean i guess i could get a hamburger for breakfast What's, J- what's Jaybo? What Jack that? in the Box. Oh, Jack in the Box. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also like a good dinner choice as well. Yeah, they do know. have a they lot of stuff everything. on their menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can get regular fries or curly fries. You can get like tacos, chicken stuff, uh, burgers, breakfast. It's uh, it's, it's definitely the superior California, uh fast food restaurant compared to in and out they are the jack of all trades you could say but are yeah. they a master of any or the master They're of none the jack of all boxes <laughs> okay uh, that's a solid choice and then i guess lunch would have to be arby's i had to get that in somewhere because that's just that's just the best the arby sauce bro i've never had arby's in my life oh what <laughs> yeah well i mean they don't have a lot of that's vegetarian options bro like what am i gonna you know you're going to try it once, is the thing. Just try a bite? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'll think. Mm. Okay. Arby's. Arby's. And then dinner was a tough choice because I was thinking about doing Jack in the Box again. and I really want a place like, I don't know, like Steak and Shake or something that's not really fast food, but where you could get like a good burger. and Yeah, like high-end fast yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Bojangles, which is uh extremely good problem i had was it's chicken it's like it's always chicken you know you ever been to a bojangles i don't even know what that is never yeah. heard of it. is it's that really an east good. coast thing i think it's more of like uh <laughs> midwestern i think okay <laughs> they have like... cinnamon rolls and chili <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like what, that's what they serve there can you imagine <laughs> or like southern maybe oh yeah it does sound it's like yeah it's like Chicken, uh, fried chicken and biscuits and stuff. Hmm. Um, Sounds good. But it's it's really good. And every time we used to go there, we had one where right by one of the skate parks uh, I used to go to in Pennsylvania. And uh, they would just always load you up like 
I would get so many fries, extra nuggets or whatever they were, strips. Uh, and it was just a, a huge plate for what you paid for it. And they had like their own uh, iced tea as well that they were known for. Mm. So it's pretty good, but. I mean, I like that it's a sort yeah. of unique pick. You know, the fact that mm-hmm. two of us have never heard of it. It's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good, I think. Maybe getting uh, um, Annie Ann's pretzels in there, though, would be kind of important as well. Oh, man, that's that be, so That good. might be like lunch and then Arby's for dinner. I don't know, but those are, those are my choices. I like it. Those mm-hmm. are really good. Yeah. J-Bo, Arby's, and Bojangles. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um, let's see. So for breakfast, I also, or not also, but I did McDonald's. Um, and the reason is because I think their hash browns are like out of this world. Like if you get a McDonald's hash brown, it's probably the best thing you can get on their entire menu, in my opinion. And they're consistent. They're super good. They're pretty cheap. You do a little bit of ketchup on there. You're good to go. So I'd get like probably five hash browns and some orange juice, call it a day. (laughs) So that would be for breakfast. Um, for lunch, I went Taco Bell, and the cool thing about Taco Bell is they have an option on their menu, I think I've talked about this, where you can exchange or like change out the meat on any item on the menu and replace it with refried beans. So every okay. single thing on their menu becomes vegetarian-friendly, which is just really cool. And uh, so, I, uh, so breakfast, we're going to do five hash browns and orange juice from McDonald's. For lunch, we're going to go get two, two cheesy gordita crunches from Taco Bell with a Sprite, substitute refried beans or meat. And then for dinner, we're going to come and bring it local. We're going to go to Amy's drive through And Amy's what? does... It's fast, do it's fast food. It's fast food, dude. You can't do that. Uh, it's fast food, Bojangles. <laughs> there's, only one, there's only one of those places. No, there's one in the San Francisco airport as well, and they're building oh, yeah. another one in Washington. So they're expanding, and it's just, fast food. It's so fast food. Gots. There's a drive-through, bro. Yeah, you could. You, oh, I should put Gots maybe. But I'm gonna say Amy's, and uh, their veggie burger and their fries mm. are so good. So good. It's a sham, dude. If I can't choose one of those two, then I'll say <laughs> then I'll say In and Out. If we're like going to be more established, I would go with In and Out Burger because okay. they're animal style fries and grilled cheese, and then the animal style shake, which is just Neapolitan ice cream. Whew, mm. that, sh- that shit's hella good. Uh, so yeah, those are my choices, dude. After you said Taco Bell, I might have to change it up and do Taco Bell for breakfast. They have good breakfast, and that yeah, dude, I like their breakfast a lot. I've never been for breakfast, and then. uh Arby's for lunch, and then boat uh, Jack in the Box for dinner, because then you can get whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Play right there, bro. That might be. So you're cutting out that yeah. Bojangles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Daryl? Bring us home. So for, so for breakfast, I also went with McDonald's. I agree with you, Colin. Those hash browns are so good. They're lit, son. Um, <laughs> I, I always <laughs> usually get like four hash browns yeah so my wife cuts me off because she's like no that's too much um, but i also get like the hash browns like two egg mcmuffins and Ooh. orange juice just to wash it all down Ooh. yep so, yeah mcdonald's has some pretty good breakfast stuff for lunch um my lunch i originally had chick-fil-a but then like as eli was talking i was like these other restaurants started coming into my head 
So for lunch, I changed it to Wiener Schnitzel because I'm a big chili fries guy. Oh, and nice. I love chili fries, man. That shit makes me feel so good after I eat it. Does it? It doesn't give you the bubble yeah. gut? It does. I usually get like two, like, they usually, they, in the past, they had like just one size, but they've upgraded it to a large, which is like an even bigger portion mm-hmm. of food. And I usually get like that and like a regular chili cheese fries. Ooh. That, that, that usually puts me to sleep after. You know who else has chili cheese fries? Amy's drive through and they're vegetarian chili. So I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry to interrupt. And for dinner, I did have In-N-Out, but then I changed the Chick- Chick-Fil-A. Mm. That, that's my that spot's OG for me. I've been eating there <laughs> since I was a little kid. And uh, I still get the same order to this day. Just two of the two of the chicken nugget 12 packs with two waffle fries with a strawberry milkshake. Oh, that's my order. It's, it's always the same order, man. That sounds delicious. See, it's, it's unhealthy, but it's so good. <laughs> well, the whole exercise is unhealthy. We're talking about spending a full day at fast food restaurants. <laughs> you should never do this, by the way. You should never do this exercise in real life and eat fast food all three meals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have a bone to pick. I like Chick-fil-A a lot, but it, it has never been like, like Daryl has to order two 12-pack nuggets. Mm. That's my problem. It's way too expensive for like the little shrimpy dick nuggets they give you. Mm. That's the problem. How are the waffle fries? Because I've never been to Chick-fil-A either, but I feel like I would be down to get waffle fries and some uh, and a milkshake. Oh, they're really good, man. Mm-hmm. They are really good. Pretty bomb. Okay. Okay. My favorite fast food French fry, I think, overall, is Carl's Jr. Curly Fries, though. Mm. It's good old CJ's. Yeah, they good old CJ's. Stuff too. They do, man. Their milkshakes are actually hella good, usually, too. Mm. They, they have, like, whip. Monster in the fucking soda machine, too, don't they? Or oh. they at least have them at the, they have them at the, at the stand, though, or whatever. Oh, I don't that's know. Pretty cool. That's, yeah, that's some next-level shit right there. Mm-hmm. I thought that Wendy's had, like, the best fries for a while, but, like, the last two times I ate there, their fries were, like, super soggy and cold, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to come back here again. Mm-hmm. That really sucks when when that happens because I think that there are definitely good like restaurants within fast food. Like if you go to like a particular McDonald's in one town, it could be way better than the one in a different town. You know what I mean? Like mm. so so there is like this the overall like menu is the same, but I feel like there's some that are better than others. If you go to them, it's my own opinion. But maybe you could check out a different one. Yeah, we went to a new place in uh, when I was in Colorado called Raising Canes. Oh, that sounds cool. It's all like chicken. Huh. And uh, it was pretty good. They're like known for it. They're like uh, in and out though. They opened like a restaurant out there and it fucking like blocked traffic for, for miles. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That is cool. That's what we, we rolled up to the drive-thru and I got out, fucking went in and got food and came out before the drive-thru even passed us. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, in and out line is always super long in the drive-thru. It's always faster. Same thing, like you said, to just go in. And get mm-hmm. your food. Yeah. Hmm. Very cool. All right. Well, now I'm hungry and I want some uh, fast food. So that's a great start to the day. <laughs> Good shit there. Uh, so thank you very much for that question, Slidey Cooper. We hope you enjoy the answers. 
And uh, let's see here. Eli, why don't you take us into question number two, if you don't All mind. Right. So Slugger asks, would you rather live with a ghost who cooks you a delicious meal every day or a ghost who cleans your home every day? Goddamn. Very kind and <laughs> very kind ghost we have. Yeah, I don't know what kind of go where you're getting these ghosts from, but yeah, I like I like this ghost. Most ghosts know, but this guy's whoever this, <laughs> whoever this ghost is, you know, he's doing God's work. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Daryl, what do you have for this guy? Uh, for this one, I I went with a ghost that cleans your home every day, and I guess kind of like right off the bat, I guess the cook the ghost that can cook a delicious meal. How would they know that their food is delicious? Are they going like based off like what they know from their previous life? Because yeah, it's the ghost of Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> He's okay, a, a master you got Gordon Ramsay, master yeah. chef. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. But the thing about you know, it's not we don't know with this question if the ghost is able to go do the shopping for you because if yeah, I I'm still not... got to go do the shopping, then like you know that's the most annoying part to me is going yeah. to the grocery store. That's what I was going to ask the the little details of this cuz you know are they like you said are they shopping for it are they um are they paying for it like, Yeah no, no, yeah they they go like, buy all the food and then you got to pay for it <laughs> like a top cooked meal every for everything like uh uh we get a little pricey bro Right it really would it could be that ghost like on tic- you know like on those TikTok videos where the guy just shows up by the cook's house Hey, can you turn this into a gourmet meal? And it's like a fast food meal from McDonald's. <laughs> he probably just takes whatever's in your kitchen, makes a bomb ass dinner with it. Okay. I mean, if that's the case, you know, that, that changes things. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. What, what, yeah. what's, your, what's your stance? Uh, so, yeah, you know, I think a ghost that cleans my house every day is really cool. Because, uh, like, back in my days when I used to live in an apartment, I could clean that house, like, in a day. It'd be, like, a w- one-bedroom, one-bathroom, or even a two-bedroom, one-bathroom. Mm-hmm. I could easily do that in one day. Now, where I live now, it's a little bit more difficult because now where I live, cleaning normally takes place, like, across a three-day period because I normally do my cleaning, like, right after work when I get home. So I probably got like a good two, three hours to clean the house, but it's not the entire house. So that's why it kind of takes me a little bit longer to do. So if I have a ghost that can clean my house while I'm at work, that'd be perfect. You know, I agree. Ghost can do the job while I'm at work, making money. Since I come home, I'm coming home to a fresh, clean house. Everything's dusted everything's organized you know it, it's just a perfect house to come home to and that's kind of like where my whole stance is like i'd rather take a clean home over a delicious meal hmm. yeah how, do, yeah. how do this goes going you know is it is it dusting every nook and cranny is it ajax in your tub i feel dusted. like it's doing the deep clean i feel like it's putting in the it's work deep, yeah deep okay. mm-hmm. he's it's, got all day it's deep clean and it's three meals cooked so those are the i think that's how i was thinking about it you know hmm. and at least with like you know a ghost you don't have to worry about any occupational hazards because the ghost is already dead so <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true yeah you know use the most intense house. cleaning chemicals possible yeah. <laughs> yeah. with no ppe right yeah no so p- 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 
it's not like you're gonna get hit with a lawsuit. It's like, dude, you're already dead. I mean, it sucks, but at least I don't have to worry about losing my house to you know, pay off this lawsuit or something. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. There's a lot less risk involved, you know? Yeah, for sure. Huh. Interesting. You know, I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the same way as you. I, I think I'm going to go with the clean house. And I, it's because that's the part of, like, the weekly chores and weekly, like, stuff you got to do around the house that I don't enjoy, you know, like once a week, it's like, Oh, we're going to clean the bathroom or we're going to clean, we're going to clean the kitchen or we're going to vacuum or, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't mind doing like straightening up and like sweeping or, you know, some basic stuff, making the bed, doing laundry, all that crap. That's fine. But like the deep cleans of stuff is where I really just like, don't look forward to it. Even though it doesn't take that long in reality. Like if you, if you're working Mm -hmm. on it with your partner or if you have someone who's helping you, it's like, Okay, let's spend an hour and a half to two hours today, and we're just going to knock this shit out. We're going to be done, you know? But I just hate it. So I think that would be my choice as well. Stephanie and I also really like to cook, and we have our system down where, you know, we'll, we'll cook together for some meals, but if it's the meal, let's say, that I cook, then she does the dishes, right, and vice versa. And then normally the flow is that... We, you know, we do all the dishes, whatever, we put them in the dish uh, rack to dry. And then the following morning, whoever's up first and making coffee puts the dishes away, you know, in, in back where they're supposed to go. So I feel like that system works and it doesn't really interrupt like our day to day that much. And uh, yeah, so I would say definitely a ghost who cleans the home every day. For it's me. a good thing you bring up like your partner, too, because, though, with having a ghost to like clean up my house or you know, cook a delicious meal, you know, that offloads work that my wife and I don't have to do anymore. So we can spend more time together. Yep. Like my wife, we're like super, super, super into supernatural right now. So like (laughs) while the closest cleaning the house, you know, we could be watching that. And you know, for me in my case, you know, the ultimate dream, a gamer's dream is to play more video games. So I could be doing that instead of cleaning. Yeah. That's my thing. It's like the deep cleaning. It's like, on the weekends, it takes time. Like, two to three hours is a lot of time when you think about it. Like, you could do a lot with that. And uh, also, like, it's not really something that you're, like, chatting and, like, hanging out and enjoying the company of the person when you're doing it. You're, like, scrubbing a fucking toilet seat or something. So, <laughs> whereas, like, if you're cooking, you're like, oh, I'm dicing an onion. I can chat during this, you know? Or, like, it's not, it's not very, like, involved in the same way. So, yeah, you get more time with your partner, which is huge. But uh, Eli, you're you're suspiciously quiet. I think you're gonna go the other route. You're gonna go the cooking, huh? No, I was thinking probably uh, after all the discussion, I'd probably go uh, cleaning. Uh, the cooking would be nice, but it sounds like there's too many things involved, like shopping. Yeah. Blah, 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 you know, and like you can get food pretty easily. Like if you're d- desperate, you can get stuff delivered or go out to eat. Or whatever but it's like to get it clean you have to like hire a service and invite people into your home that i'm not like a huge fan of and, like, right go through all my shit but the ghost that cleans you know that allows for for better privacy and i think just think that's i think it's the better choice i think you get more from it for sure yeah i've never had a uh like a maid or you know I've never paid a cleaning yeah. service to come in except when I was moving. Like I'd pay for that before we moved to just get it mm-hmm. done, you know, but we've talked about it. Cause I think it would be nice for like every like three months, even to have someone come in and just do like a deep clean on stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know if I I can cook a pretty mean bowl of cereal. I don't know if I need to ghost. You know, when there's times like that. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes tonight, I just want to have ramen, or I just want to have this frozen pizza. I don't need to. I don't need to deal with this shit. Right. Yep. I agree. I agree. But a very interesting question there, Slugger. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into uh, the final Patreon question for this episode. Comes to us from Maximum Carnage. And he asks, if you could pick any character from any game to get their own spin-off slash side story game or series of games, which character would you choose and why? So, uh, let's see. Eli, what would you have for this one? We're going to have you go first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't play a ton of games with like characters like this, like story games. What about that um, green guy from Fortnite? <laughs> he, he could, he could yeah. probably get some good spin-offs. Yeah, they- the green guy from Fortnite. <laughs> uh, that'd be good. It would. Uh, or that that bald guy with the red paint on his face from Fortnite. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be a good one. Or what about a side story threads? about the the ball from Rocket League and how it got there? You know. That, so <laughs> <laughs> the uh, need some side story on the eggs in the in the stands. And uh, someone actually did that. They made a little like uh, short short film on that on the eggs no yeah wow that's hilarious (laughs) that's pretty good it's pretty funny um and then when i was thinking you know like about the games looking through my list and stuff i was thinking near would be good but they already did that that's all 26 endings Um, yeah (laughs) they've exhausted that (laughs) yeah Uh, the second playthrough or whatever is the other um like the 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 main endings are like A, B, C, I think, maybe even D and E. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, those endings revolve around the other, other character in there, so that wouldn't be it. But that that was one of like the biggest story type game that had like a real real deep story in it that I would be interested in learning more about. Um, besides like God of War, so actually even uh, Atreyu would be Atreyu. Atreus. Atreus mm-hmm. would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. But so my ultimate answer would be Killing Floor 2. Yeah. I want some backstory on... They they had announced they were making some video movie for it. And there's some, like, clips. Some, I don't know. It looks like some dark web shit, dude. Because it's hella old. <laughs> it's really kind of bizarre. There was some uh, Killing Floor 2, like, movie stuff. Shorts. I don't know what they were. Um, but a full proper thing for that would be pretty cool on like how the, how the outbreak started and Horazine and, you know, all that's all that lore. Yeah. That, that's actually a really good pick. Cause I've forgot. They don't really explain any of that. Right. Mm-mm. Huh. Yeah, I just go in and kill zombies. Yeah. I think, uh, killing floor one might've mentioned this to you before, but it was actually a survival horror game. You did that mention you that. Still play. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, really cool. I think there's a little more lore in there, but uh, something I could uh, watch in like 4K rather than play in 480p <laughs> would be good. Sure, sure. Yeah, that um, there is of course that second Near game. It's not a sequel to Near Automata, but I I think it's actually a prequel. I don't know. If, yeah. Right. The version one point what I, there's like ten numbers on that shit, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, that was from the. That's a remake of the original 
near. Oh, okay. Are you yeah. are you planning on trying that at some point ever? Or? I would really like to. It's another one of those like long fucking games that I'm kind of scared about. And right. I haven't seen like great sale prices on it. Um, I do want to play it though at some point. It's really cool. I've started using the wish list functionality on PlayStation. I don't know if you guys have done that. I mean, I sound like so old. Like, how did I not do this for like the last year? But it's really cool. You just like mark it in the store as like wish list item, and it adds it to a special list. And then whenever it goes on sale, like you get a notification. So oh, you don't yeah. you don't have to like research it, which is just. I mean, it's the same as Steam or whatever, right? But uh, mm-hmm. they've they've added it to uh, PlayStation, which is really cool. You know what's also crazy about Nier? Hmm. That actually is a like sequel from Drakengard which is like a ps2 game oh really uh, i didn't Drakengard know that one two and three yeah and it's like it's uh it's just pretty deep dude it's wild that's i think that's why he gets uh i forget that guy that kook's name but he gets a lot of credit for um, yeah the director well i can't des- remember his name either yeah yeah it's well deserved credit but it's like really uh pretty deep stuff like there's flowers you find in near that are actually from dragon guard series what that's cool that are representative of uh like these some of the main characters in dragon guard have flowers in their eye hmm. and so it's it's yeah it's deep and it's wacky and it's wild i think dragon guard had like dragons and stuff and then that's nears like that whatever twelve thousand years in the future whatever the hell it is right is off of that path it's pretty wild. Well, maybe um, if the rumors are true in this project, uh, fuck, I forget the name of it now. But the whole idea, there's this idea that there's going to be older games available now on PlayStation's new service. That's like a mix of PlayStation Plus and PS Now. Spart- mm-hmm. Project Spartacus. There you go. So maybe you'll get eventually to uh, access to those on your PS5, and you could even play them for trophies. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think they're pretty bad. Are they? So oh, okay. They didn't do great. Gotcha. I think they were like kind of. A little ahead of their time, mm-hmm. and they were also kind of like near where it's like, oh yeah, you get play till forty hours, and it gets really good. <laughs> <laughs> we had that discussion in the Discord recently, where that's uh, I that argument of like you got to play it till forty hours and it gets good. I f- I feel like is most JRPGs in general, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Final Fantasy thirteen included. Okay, everyone knows I have a soft spot for that game, and I get it. People say that I just don't agree with it for that game. But I, I do think that the genre in general suffers from that a lot, where it's like, yeah, once you just grind it out and get to like the actual like story part, it's great. You just got to, you know, 50 hours or so. It's like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that then, because I could just play three other games. So, mm-hmm. anywho, uh, those are good choices, though. Daryl, what did you have for this one? Um, I went with The, um, the Last of Us, because it has like a character in there that I wish had a spinoff game. So, like... You know, when you talk about a game like The Last of Us, it ch- it checks all the boxes of a great game. Amazing story, great voice acting, memorable characters, Joel and Ellie. So from that game alone, you know, the character that I wish had a spinoff game is Tommy Miller, who is Joel's brother. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. So, you know, he he, he makes his appearance like at the very beginning of the, the Cordyceps outbreak, mm-hmm. you know. Which I think, you know, is probably one of the coolest openings for a game in, like, video game history. You know, you just start to see how things spiral out of control. And, you know, this thing takes its effect globally. Um, But during that whole, you know, opening, you see the brothers together along with Sarah, Joel's daughter. 
and you kind of get a feeling that you know, Tommy's going to be around with them for a while. You know, the brothers are pretty close. Right. And... He showed up right when the shit was hitting the fan, so he's he lives nearby. You know, he's like around. Yeah. So you kind of get that feeling that he's going to be, you know, a major component of the story, but he doesn't reappear again until like the fall chapter of the game, which is well over halfway through the game. So the only like evidence you have of like Tommy is that, you know, him and Joel had a falling out with each other and that's what kind of drove them apart. You know that Tommy's like a leader of a settlement and he's married and he spent years as a firefly. You you hear all about this until you like eventually meet him, which you only like spend like maybe an hour of the story with. So not a whole lot of like interaction with Tommy, but like a spin-off game kind of exploring all of that took place in Tommy's life, like you know, that whole thing that kind of drove a wedge between him and Joel. Mm-hmm. So Joel was more of the survivalist. He was real rough around the edges, and Tommy just wanted more out of his life. You know, even though you know the world's shit, you know we still have a life to live, and that's what he was looking more for. And you know that's what kind of led him towards the fireflies and you know kind of seeing like this whole life journey would be pretty cool i know he spent time a lot with the fireflies i think he was like a big player in their organization so kind of like seeing his time with them and like he eventually leaves so kind of seeing like what happened like why did he end up leaving and then you know he eventually settles down gets married and becomes a leader of a settlement so there's a lot going on with tommy that we're not really uh, familiar with so it'd be cool to kind of explore that in like a spin-off game because i like tommy a lot in the game and i think he has a bigger role in part two i haven't played that game yet and it'll be cool you know that was a character i really wanted to see more of when i first played the last of us yeah i think that's important to note too because i forgot about it until you started talking but there is like a 20-year gap in between the beginning seen in the last of us and where most of the game takes place so there's so much room for stuff that we just don't know and basically we start the game when shit is kind of kicking off with the zombie outbreak or the you know they're not zombies they're called what are they called freakers in the game i can't remember uh this day's gone they're called um oh clickers 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 yep so you start the game like when the clicker outbreak is happening but then you jump ahead 20 years when everything's already fallen apart so, so there's so much in there for Tommy and also for Joel that we just have no idea what happened. And I'm I'm really curious if they're going to touch on some of that in the uh, HBO series that's coming out soon. Yeah. Which, which uh, they well, might. Yeah, um, they don't have a specific terminology for the enemies. They just call them the infected. But the clicker was just a, a oh, variation that's the type of, the of them. You're right. Yeah. Yep. yep. And they had like bloaters and, you know. I think those were the only two for the first game. Yeah, I think so. Or runners, maybe? Like, just the, the initial ones that... Because you got the ones that are just... They hear you and they just run at you, and then there's the clickers mm-hmm. that, like, one-shot you. And then the bloaters, like... Yeah, the big fat guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's funny, because when I was reading this question initially, my mind jumped to Bill in The Last of Us, where you find him in that, like initial town where you have to repair the school bus if you know what i'm talking about or you like you know you're yeah and uh he's been there and living on his own in this little town for a while and he had a partner at one point you find out he's he's gay and his partner died or left him or something 
but there's quite a bit of history there with that character that we don't know. And he doesn't die in the game. He's one of the only characters that you come across that doesn't end up dying. And I was like, huh, that'd be pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. We both kind of initially jumped to Last of Us. I ended up settling on, uh, as a joke answer here, Sergeant Johnson from Halo 1. He's in the later Halo games, but at the end of Halo 1, he uh, is on the on the surface of the ring. Master Chief has detonated the Pillar of Autumn's core, and he's going to you know fly away. And uh, Sergeant Johnson is just standing there. And on the legendary ending, it's really funny. He ends up hugging an elite because they both realize they're going to die. And they're just like, uh. But then he shows up in Halo 2 and he's just there. And you're like, how the fuck did he get off of the planet? You know, there was no ship. The whole thing was going to explode. Or off the ring, excuse me. So I think they do explain that in a book somewhere. But my joke answer is like, Sergeant Johnson, how do you get off the ring? But more seriously, I would like to see follow-up to Jake, the character introduced in Resident Evil 6, who is Wesker's son. And that's not a spoiler that's very apparent. They tell you that right away in the game. And he's introduced as a playable character in RE6. He's got a full campaign with Sherry Birkin, which is a great callback to Resident Evil 2. And they you know, go through a whole series of events, and the game ends. And actually, the post-credit scene for RE6 is Jake... Uh, going and helping some small town basically against another outbreak, you see him get an apple as payment, which is sort of like a, he used to be a mercenary and care only about money. Now he wants to do the right thing, whatever. But his character has not been touched again in the series, and it's been quite a while since Resident Evil 6 came out. And his play style was very different than the other characters because he was a melee fighter and like a grappler. So he had crazy like punches and kick combos and he was also like immune to certain viruses because he was Wesker's son and he had the whole, you know, thing from all the viruses he'd been exposed to. So I thought that would be cool or even doing a full game dedicated to Ada Wong, which is a character that's been around since 1999 in the series and shows up at different points and never really has her own like a game, you know, and, and sort of discussion about events. So that was my uh, my other choice. Have you seen the Resident Evil movie, Colin, yet? No, I haven't seen it yet, unfortunately. Yeah. I know. I know. It's a bummer. And I don't think it's playing in theaters anymore, so now I'm at the point where i got to wait for it to come out on, uh, like, you know, streaming services yeah. and rent it. But I'll, I'll, def- I'll definitely watch it, you know. I, I intend to watch it. So, um, yeah, that was a great question, though, Maximum. Thank you, as always, for, for submitting it. And thank you to all of our patrons again. We really appreciate the support. And uh, let's jump into the main discussion of the show, which is our trophy list discussion and breakdowns for the PS Plus offerings of January 2022. And uh, today we've got three games that we're going to be chatting about, and uh, we didn't really figure it out ahead of time, but who? anyone have a strong desire to go first? You're chomping at the bit to discuss your game. Uh, I could take a crack at it. All right, let's go. Kick us off, Daryl. All right. So um, I'll be talking about Deep Rock Galactic. It's one of the uh, games for January that you can download for free. Uh, this game is available on both PS5 and PS4. So it is available to everybody with those consoles. Like the previous months where, you know, you just had your PS5 game and then everything else was like a PS4 title. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. It is cool. Uh, developed by Ghost Ship Games, published by Coffee Stain Publishing. <laughs> huh, that's a, weird. I've never heard of them. Yeah, it's a pretty cool name. It is. And this is an action sci-fi first-person shooter game. The base game is one platinum, 
three golds, six silvers, and 40 bronzes. Damn. And there's an additional three DLC trophy packs. Uh, I, to my knowledge, I believe these are all free. So, added bonus, you know, most DLC nowadays, you just gotta fork over some cash. But it is nice that, you know, we are getting, like, a fully round game, you know, to play. Like, from what I hear, this game is, is amazing. And, you know, when I was doing research on this game, it made me want to play this game even more. Oh, it's a very so, you game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it seems pretty cool, you know. And I'll, I'll kind of get into that, like, the whole reasoning behind that. Um, but the three DLC trophy packs, there's three of them. Deep Dives, Missions, Abyss Bar. Um, looking at a relatively few trophy count, I think Deep Dives is just one gold, one silver, two bronzes. Missions DLC has two silvers and six bronzes. And Abyss Bar has the same amount, two silvers and six bronzes. Um, the Platinum is at 0%, and rightfully so. Because <laughs> uh, I'm about to get, in it, uh, get into it. But this game, right off the bat, is a very grindy one. Uh, so for the trophy list, I'll start off with that. I'm digging the artwork. The artwork looks pretty cool. It reminded me a lot of like Darksiders 2 trophy design, where it was just like a black image with like a purple background. And it call it, with the um, trophy list for this game, it call, kind of follows the same suit. Mm-hmm. It's the same pattern here with the background color being red in all the trophy panels. And the one thing that kind of stood out to me when I looked at the trophy list is it kind of re- was like a collage of propaganda artwork. Because, um, you know, red's usually like a statement color. It's trying to like project like a, like a meaningful you know, message. Mm-hmm. And there's like plenty of panel- panels that have like images of tools, silhouettes of dwarves, people, miners, whoever, and even hands, you know. Hands are, you know, they're powerful images. So, like, you know, the one that I've included in the notes, I'll see something like that is kind of like makes people think, like, oh, you know, oh, you know, something to stand up for, you know? Right. Yeah. So, something I, I kind of notice, it's way different from like the the impressions I've gotten from the other trophy lists that we've discussed before. It kind of reminded me of like an image I would probably see, like, if someone was like putting out propaganda somewhere. Uh, yeah, so, I agree. It's kind of like um, almost like communism colors. <laughs> or not, yeah, commun- yeah, not communism, but like the um, oh my god, Russia's old Soviet Hitler, Union. Thank you, Soviet Hitler, Union. Hitler. Yeah, and like, and it's funny because like the whole dwarf thing with like using tools and like hammers and they're miners, right? And the the propaganda imagery for the Soviet Union was like a hammer and a sickle, you know, farmers and miners, and it was red. So there's definitely tie in there, I think. Yeah, for sure. Like, I instantly thought of, like, the Soviet Union and their imagery. Like, mm-hmm. when I saw, like, the hands, you know, being placed into the sky, even hands holding tools, it, it made me think of that. Just, you know, kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's kind of get into the meat and bones of the whole trophy list. So, I did mention that the trophy list is grindy. Um. When you look at the PSN profiles, there's at least 29 trophies the base game alone tracks there's a good number of trophies that you know that will require a lot of grinding and you know just for example i'll name off a few expert miner complete 100 missions 
Legendary Miner complete 500 missions. It's my party. Host and successfully complete 50 team missions. Good Shepherd successfully complete 25 missions where at least one player is 10 ranks lower than you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you'll find a variety of trophies that are like that. You know, do, do an action a certain number of times. So oh, it's a very repetitive it, sort of like... Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've only watched the trailer on this game, so I, like, uh, I think that Slugger sent us over in, in the Discord at one point. So I'm just trying to like think of... You know, when you hear, like, okay, do, you know, this many missions or whatever, but, like, how long are the missions, you know? <laughs> like, is it 10 minutes? Is it an hour? Like, you know, I just have no idea. So Yeah, you know. I watched um, Afrofish from our... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play. He was playing it for a little bit, and it, it looks pretty cool. I mean, you, from what I remember, <clears throat> this was probably a year ago, but you, like, take a mining drill down into the earth or wherever you are, and you have like a team of four who have like specialized abilities and you just keep going down and there's monsters and mining. Okay. And so it's like about like how long can you hold out versus how much can you extract? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Huh. Pretty so cool. You might even be able to just like do a mission and then die or something like start it and die. I don't know if that's boostable like that, but Hmm. I don't. I don't know if there's a completion. I've never seen him complete a mission, but there's like way, <laughs> that's not a good sign. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's not what no. I want to hear. I think uh, there's like waypoints on the way, so like I don't know. Maybe you turn around and go back at some point. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Huh. That's my input on. No, yeah, yeah, inter- Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely curious about this game for sure. I mean, the grindy aspects that you're talking about, Daryl turned me off a bit not gonna lie but as a uh you know of a, a game that we get with our paid subscription that is a co-op game it did seem cool you know so yeah. I, I have like interest in trying it but i'm also pretty scared of this list yeah that was kind of my initial reaction it's like oh great another grindy game i don't want to play it anymore but like I kind of like how I mentioned at the very beginning of the show. It's like I kind of want to like lay off of trophy hunting because it's kind of really turned me away from a lot of games. Right. I kind of just want to take a chance on some of these games, and this is one of them. Like I hear it's really great. It's a co-op game, so you know I have people I can play with, or you know I can meet with people who enjoy this game, and. Yeah, you know, I just want to try it out. If it's not for me, then, you know, I don't have to worry about trophy hunting as much. Yep. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I I at least want to give a, each game a try, you know, that I feel like I'm interested in. Yeah, totally. I mean, if it's fun to play, I mean, maybe it's not even something that you end up completing, like, the campaign of, but you just every once in a while go back to it and play a mission. Who knows, you know? Right. 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 Oh. Right. I kind of like giving you an idea of like how grindy it is. Worst part, that's not even the worst part. You know, those were just the appetizers. Oh, God. You know, just a little small course. But the main course really begins when you work towards promoting the dwarves. And there's eight trophies tied to those promotions. Um, So you got four trophies that require players to promote each dwarf at least once. So you just got to get each dwarf up to bronze one. And then two trophies require players to earn a silver and a gold promotion. Two trophies require players to earn silver and gold promotions for all four dwarves. So 
if you're kind of wondering how long it takes to promote each store, I'm going to give you the info. So each promotion, or as it's called in the game, honor badge, mm-hmm. there's a bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, and legendary rank. Each rank has three tiers. So for the bronze rank, there's an honor badge of bronze one, bronze two, and bronze three. After bronze three, it moves up to the next rank, which is silver, and starts the whole process over again. And then in order to promote a dwarf, it's not a simple, you know, you reach a level and then boom, you know, you're at the next rank or next uh, tier. Right. Uh, A few things you have to complete before you can even be promoted. It's funny, too, because it's in the game, you know, there's an in-game message where, hey, you're considered for, for a promotion. But in order to be promoted, you have to complete these things first before we give you the promotion Uh. and a few of those requisites that you have to complete is reach level 25 when you're up for promotion you have to complete a promotion assignment which are four missions strung together that you have to do and you also have to pay credits and resources before you can be promoted gotta fucking pay a tribute just to get me yeah okay anyway yeah intense it's a ridiculous amount of time and like you know in-game credits and resources you have to rack up here's another indicator they're the only trophies that have zero percent on the list yeah holy shit that is true it is taking players a long time someone's earned a silver but no one's earned a gold I mean, uh, hey, you know, if you're listening and you want to try this game out for the race, uh, you can probably be done around April and get those points. <laughs> I mean, as far as PSN profiles, by the way. Right. So maybe it's so not like, in nobody, but it's if not there, then four, where? Mm-hmm. But like 0.1% according to PSN profiles for that app. Now you can see both. Mm-hmm. It's like for a, for a gold promotion, but yeah. Wow, dude. That's so crazy. On the list. Um, That's crazy. Just to kind of give you guys some numbers on like how much XP is needed to get to each rank. Uh, so just to promote one dwarf to a bronze one, it's three hundred and fifteen thousand XP just for one dwarf. Jesus, that's like getting them to level twenty five every every time. For oh all God. four dwarves, it's one million and two hundred sixty thousand XP for all four of them. Get to bronze one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then just for one dwarf, it's the same amount, you know, as the, you know, for all fours to get the bronze one, it's 1,260,000 XP for one dwarf. <laughs> Four dwarves, 5 million, 40,000 mil. One dwarf oh. to get the gold one is 2,205,000 XP. Oh my god. Then four dwarves is eight million eight hundred and twenty thousand XP. Get all four dwarves to gold one. I will say the biggest jump is from bronze to silver. It sounds like then, because like looking at your table here, right, like three hundred fifteen k for one to bronze, but then one to silver is one point two million. If they would have kept that same amount, it would have been four point something, almost five million for one to get to gold. So at least they lowered the the like ratio. You know what I mean? Like gold is only twice silver, whereas like silver mm-hmm. is not only twice bronze. So that I mean, it's the only nice thing I can say about that. <laughs> it could have been, I guess, worse. I don't know. Fucking a. I mean, 
The nice thing is that, you know, it's only capped at gold one that you got to get all the dwarves up to. Oh, so you don't have to do diamond or... Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you don't have to do platinum, diamond, legendary. It, it ends at gold one. The only uh, unfortunate thing is it's going to require a lot of time to get, you know, these trophies given the numbers that are provided. And I kind of went based off of um, the wiki page off of this game on fandom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, those were the numbers that I found on there. So, I mean, kind of given, like, all of this, like, the amount of time that's going to have to go into this game, you know, grindiness of it. To be honest, as a trophy hunter, I don't really care about that. I just feel like this game has such a huge community, and there's, like, so many positive things about it that, you know, I'm willing to take a chance on this game just to play it, just for pure fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know a few other people who, who play co-op games, and this is, like, right up their alley. So it'd be a good game to play with them and, you know, just to jam out. And I've always, like, kind of had this this weird sensation where, like, I've never really had a multiplayer that I've kind of been, like, so tied to. Like, maybe Call of Duty over the years, but I haven't really had anything recently lately. Right. And, you know, this would be a cool game to kind of just, like, oh, man, like... I'm playing this game all the time, like, you know, four or 500 hours. Yep. I'm always surprised when I hear people say, oh, yeah, I have, like, thousands of hours in this game. I'm like, dude, I, I can't even recall a game where I had be 200 hours. Be, like, uh, yeah, Friday the 13th the closest. I don't have any games with 200 hours or more on my PlayStation, like, dating all the way back to PS4 when I got the console. The, the yeah. most I have is 183 in Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Uh, but the reason I know that is because last night I was checking some stats for someone who asked uh, about how many hours they'd put into some games. And I'm not going to name them in case they don't want it to be known. But um, in Destiny 1, this particular person had 5,050 hours. Yeah. And in That's De- what I'm talking about. In, in Destiny 2, they had almost 3,000 hours. Yeah, I kind of want a game like, Holy you fuck. know, there's something like that where... You yeah, know, I have a game that I'm just like so happy to play and drawn to that you know I never get tired of playing it. There'll yeah. be games that'll come and go just because you know I'm, I like to play video games, but there'll always be a game that I'll, you know I always go back to and have fun. You know, like like you always play Rocket League every now and then, and Colin League, uh, yeah. Halo, Halo, and Halo League. League. Yeah, those are the two. It's more so like League that. than that, but but yeah, I mean if if I added up my time I've spent on League, it's I'm sure it's multiple thousands of hours like no doubt yeah. yeah um yeah that's cool that's that's and i agree with you like i had that thought a little bit too i don't know about if i'm gonna have time this year with uh with classes starting up again and with getting married and all that crap but you know at some point i, I do want to take like a few months and be like all right i'm gonna dedicate to this game like this multiplayer game and experience i'm just gonna have fun and just play it you know and see where i get and uh, this, you know, this game is definitely one where you can do that if you if you so choose. You can Man, get who in the one. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you can get lost in it for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And who wouldn't want to play as you know mercenary dwarves with your friends? You know, seems like <laughs> a pretty cool, pretty cool concept to a game. Yeah, definitely. I'm not I'm not entirely turned off about you know just even trying it. You know. Um, We've got tons of people in the Discord, and so I'm sure a few of them would be down to give it a try, uh, hopefully. So, yeah, 
Yeah, it sounds cool. Sounds cool. It's one of those things to like, you know, if it is a game that you, you know, you end up liking, that platinum will come in no time. You just gotta get over that hump of like, oh man, this is just a long grind, and I'm gonna be grinding from beginning to end. Like if you really yep, enjoy yeah. it, the trophies will come. Yeah, it's almost one where it's like I wouldn't even want to like like pay attention to the list too much. Just play it and let whatever comes naturally happen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I did want to point out that I lied. The okay. <laughs> one for completing 500 missions is also at zero percent. Oh wow. Okay. Actually, on both. Well, the game just came out on PlayStation <laughs> only a week and some change ago, so mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. The you know the missions are pretty long, even if, or I guess even if the missions were like ten minutes, that's still you know it's a lot of shit. So, good correction though, Eli. Very good. All right. Uh, thank you, Daryl. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about the game before we move on? No, no. Okay. I'm all good with Deep Rock Galactic. Right on. Well, check it out, everyone, if you're interested. Um, it's eligible for quite a few points in the race if you manage to get the platinum in it. So, yeah, and otherwise, just check it out if you're, if you're looking for a co-op game, it sounds like. It should be a fun one. Alrighty. Uh, Eli, do you want to go next or you want me to go next? Doesn't matter to me. Um, I don't care. All right, go for it, dude. Take us home. Or not take us oh. home, but take us in that middle stretch. Okay, so I was... Uh lost where i was uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was reviewing dirt five dirt five brat brat yeah this one's right up your alley colin this is me dude it's actually That's you your you, very bro. first youtube video is a brat 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 yeah sounds like it's <laughs> up your alley now it's up your alley because <laughs> it has 12 golds 10 silvers 18 bronzes let's go <laughs> yes and it's a three out of ten difficulty Okay, fuck you. Hours. Fuck you. All right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the 25 hours one, sure, but the the difficulty one, the I can't stand by that. I can't stand by that. <laughs> uh, one playthrough. Very basic list. I mean, you know, there's, there's not a ton to say about this. You drive on dirt. Okay. And, uh, yeah. the Because um, it's also a very simple list. Three out of ten, 25 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not mm-hmm. a lot of trophies doing different stuff. It's a short list. Uh, there are a bunch of like notes here that I feel like I should call out on uh, on the PSN profiles about like the patches. Okay. Um, so if you're looking into this game and have played it before, you should probably check that out. Saying something about uh, patches prior to 1.03 or above, or the old patches 1.02 is incompatible with the current patch 1.03 plus. Oh, that's um, weird. So you'd have to like delete your data or something, and huh. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the trophy requirements changed a bit, I think. So. Oh. It, it, making the platinum unobtainable. Yeah. So if you're looking into this game, you know you're probably reading this list, but be aware. Okay. Um, Good call out. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, just uh, just drive. Okay. There's uh, there's like some four easy trophies you can get. Like raiding a playground, build your own playground, do some custom stuff. Is there is it like a campaign game or is it only multiplayer? Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And, and then the next stage is the career mode. Okay. And that's literally completing chapter one, two, three, four, five, and then completing one of every type of career event, which will come naturally, I'm sure. Um, 
and then unlock all throwdowns in career mode, which is uh, I don't exactly know what these events are, but the other ones are for um, just completing uh, the superstar finale and complete every career event. Hmm. So it's it's just completing stuff. Just do the career. Yeah. And there are a few grindy trophies at the end. I'm pretty sure Slugger played this and had some issues with uh, the driving like thousand miles, taped his controller. I oh, think, yeah. Ran yeah. into a wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> that's pretty funny. But so there's, uh, there's a couple of miscellaneous like that, like score 30,000 or higher in a career uh, Jim Hana event and then driving 100. Do a hundred meter drift, drive a thousand miles, earn a million dollars. Damn. Ten, 10 clean laps and reach level 50, becoming a superstar. Oh, uh, shit. So, very easy, straightforward list. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem too bad. No. Especially if you like driving. If it's only 25 hours, too, it's, you know, I think Slugger was complaining about the, the grind a bit because mm-hmm. I think you can complete the game probably pretty fast, but then you got to. Drive a thousand miles, um, but I w- I wanted to try this because it's a it's an easy list. I do like my my dirt racing and whatnot. So yeah, uh, you, yeah, you're into that shit. It's a short little list. So yeah, I like that. I mean, compared to Deep Rock Galactic, they're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of trophy hunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Okay, and this is PS4, right? We get the PS4 version. Yes. Okay. They're, they're both the same. Gotcha. But yes, gotcha. we get the... Hmm. All right. Well, are you, th- yeah. you think you're going to try it out? Uh, no, probably not anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's, it doesn't seem like too bad of a one, though. And uh, it's not often, I don't think, that we get racing games included with PlayStation Plus, just because there's not, like, not a ton of those games out there. So mm-hmm. as far as a tr- racing list goes, though, I mean, you know, obviously you want to do Horizon Chase Turbo, but this would be the second choice if you got to <laughs> do one. <laughs> not at all <laughs> we were talking about this right how they they went back and added some fucking dlc Nothing. to that now oh my god yeah, yeah. which yeah, yeah. which bums me out but whatever mm-hmm. yeah i was looking to buy this and slayer's like dude you can find it really cheap a lot of the time so i was kind of waiting for a sale and bought a bang they gave it for free so yeah it worked out perfectly well um what is it sitting at for the platinum percentage currently do you know uh, I'm just curious. Percent on PSN profiles. Okay, so yeah, still pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might go down actually as people get it for free more and more with PS Plus. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so so it says, check it out. It says point eight on uh oh in app. app okay, according to PSN profiles. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna try out Dirt just because. Again, Horizon Chase Turbo, obviously the best racing game that's out there. So if you want to, <laughs> if you want to race, you should go play that. <laughs> oh, God, you guys are nuts. Yeah, uh, but no. In all seriousness, it's not really like my my type of of jam. Like, if anything, you know, Gran Turismo Seven coming out later this year. Like, maybe I would look into trying that out, depending on what the trophy list looks like. And uh, how would that be more your jam than this? Because it's a Sony exclusive, and I like. I think there's more like polish probably behind it. But I don't know that for sure. That's just my like guess. You know, I could play dirt and be like, "Wow, this shit is amazing." <laughs> um, but 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks for uh for checking it out, brother. Yeah. Short and sweet for a short and sweet list. There you go. I like it. Mine will probably be middle ground between the two of you then in a, in a lot of ways because I'm talking about Persona 5 Strikers, which, uh, oops, sorry, I was on the wrong tab there. I was looking for the info. Is uh, developed by Atlas, Omega Force, and P-Studio, published by Sega. In, uh, it came out in Japan on February 20th, 2020. It came out in the West in 2021 on February 23rd. So we got it a year later. But this is a single-player action RPG. And as uh, Eli likes to call it, it's a Musou. So it's a beat-em-up style action game where you're against hundreds of enemies, overwhelming odds. It's a lot like Dynasty Warriors in that way. It's actually the same developer. So fired up, dude. Got you fired up, brother. <laughs> so this is a, a tie-in, of course, to Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal. From what I understand, this story takes place, uh, I guess it's about six months after the events of uh, of the first or of Persona Five, I should say. So it's tied in pretty intimately with that. Um, basically, you have a, a core set of characters and and teammates that you're driving around Japan with and fighting different jails slash dungeons. I think that terminology carries over carries over, excuse me, from uh, Persona Five, but I've not played that game, so I don't know. But it's a very typical action RPG list. In it's it's going to ask you to basically max out all of your characters, get all of your skills, beat all of the dungeons, do all the side quests, etc., etc. So 100% the game is basically what we're talking about here. It's a 4 out of 10 difficulty, one playthrough, 50 hours, according to PSM profiles. And on Metacritic, it's sitting at an 83 overall. So most people do like the game. And uh, the, the thing that jumped out to me about it, first and foremost, was the art style. For the game itself, I think that the trophy artwork has some that are cool. You know, a couple of these trophies have that sort of red and black aesthetic, uh, very anime looking, very like comic book style fonts. And that's all well and good. But some of the other trophies just look like screenshots from locations in the game. And so they're a little bit less uh, inspired. But but the overall game has really, really cool, unique style and artwork to it. And again, coming from not playing persona 5 or really any of the other persona games you know that stood out to me maybe it's the same as those i'm I'm not quite sure um the list is pretty decent in terms of distribution there are three golds six silvers and 37 bronzes so that's pretty good pretty decent uh you know it's a little bit too many bronzes for me but uh that's okay you know maybe just if there was like 20 bronzes i would be a little bit there's no way there's no way you consider that pretty good no, I don't. But if I say anything else now, I get yelled at. So, you know, I can't win. If I say it's pretty good, I get yelled at. If I say it's crap, I get yelled at, you know, so I got to. So it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, largely what what your process is going to be for trying to platinum this game is working through the main campaign, first and foremost. Uh, it's structured with these jails or dungeons, like I was telling you about. I believe there's eight of them. And uh, in between these dungeons, you get to explore a different town in Japan. And you're driving around basically in this van with your party, party members. You stop at a town. You beat the dungeon. Uh, there's different vendors and uh, shops within that town. There's different side quests that appear for you. And then, of course, your actual teammates, if you talk to them at different points throughout the game, they give you side quests to go and chase down. And uh, the game wants you to do all of that on your quest to the Platinum. So you're... Your typical loop is going to be go to a new place, buy items, talk to everybody, see if there's side quests, beat the dungeon, talk to everyone again, move on to the next place. 
And uh, you'll do that, you know, around eight times. And uh, eventually you'll end up beating the game. And what's going to what's gonna happen then is you're going to be asked to make a, a clear save or sort of like a, a game complete save file. And it'll drop you into the very last dungeon of the game. And the, what you want to do here is basically clean up all of your remaining side quests and things that you missed because this is your like chance to kind of backtrack. Um, and after you do that, you'll want to go and, and go into your new game plus save file, which you'll need to do to make certain bosses appear. Uh, certain side quests only appear in New Game Plus, and uh, there's a Merciless difficulty that unlocks as well, which will help you with grinding out XP. Because what is also required of you is to obtain the Master Art for all of your characters. Now, the Master Art, from what I was able to gather, is basically your ultimate skill. And it's not incredibly hard to do. Like, one of your uh, characters, you can actually get it for by the end of the first dungeon or the first jail. But I think what's more of the issue is that you have to do it with everyone. And as with most RPGs, you don't acquire certain characters until later in the game. And so if you're not making a concerted effort to switch out your party members and upgrade them and, and use their skills, you're going to have to do a lot of grinding at the end to get that done. Um, the other thing that you'll need to be working towards is completing your uh, your registry, basically, your persona registry. So... It sounds like when you kill enemies in this game, they drop their persona, which is like their essence or their identity. And uh, you have to kill basically one of every monster in the game to, to get them all. And then you can combine them in sort of like a crafting system to make new ones. This is the point in the game where like my interest in it kind of dropped off. Like if it was just a sort of like mindless action beat em up game, that sounded cool. Go ahead. What? Someone say something. No. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, so it like that's kind of where it lost me. Like the the difficulty right up my alley, three to four out of ten, as Eli says. Uh, Fifty hours doesn't seem too bad, and like action RPG, that sounds pretty cool. But this like monster hunting and monster collecting component really turns me off, and I I don't exactly know why, but I have a distinct memory of finding out that that system was in Neo Two to a certain extent, and that is literally the thing that kept me from playing. Neo 2 because I played Neo 1 and I liked it quite a bit. Um, it's also the reason I never played Bloodstained Ritual of the Night because it has mechanics where you have to collect dead enemy souls and like use them all and I'm just like it's a level of complexity that you just don't need like why why does that exist uh, in my opinion I mean, maybe it's implemented well here not really sure um, but yeah there is like I was saying that huge grind at the, at the end of the game where you're doing your new game plus file your clear save file and then you got to do all the in-game bosses, mass, you know, master all your characters, level them all up. So essentially, um, you know, if you're not following a guide, this could take you 100 hours from what I could gather. Uh, if you are following the guide, you can do it in 50, but you just want to make sure you follow it pretty, uh, pretty carefully because certain side quests become unavailable when you move past them. So if you like beat a jail and then don't talk to one of your teammates, and get the side quest in that town, and you go to the next town, you could miss it. So just make sure that you're following the the PSN guide had a really cool like table breakdown of like on this day talk to this person, on this day talk to this person, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and got you all the way through the game. So I highly recommend if you're if you're trying to platinum in this game that you follow that. And I also know that uh, Quinn in the Discord has has gone and played a ton of this game. So if you're in the Discord, you might want to reach out to them and they can give you any tips or, or uh, you know, advice on how it works. 
but that that's kind of it. Um, the Platinum is sitting at 20.65% on PSN profiles, so it's eligible for five points in the race right now. And uh, I think that the list seems pretty fair. There are just parts of it that really turn me off. Like I said, the Persona stuff in particular. <laughs> Not the property, but the actual enemy Persona stuff. Um, so... I'm not opposed to this type of game. I know that this studio actually made like a Hyrule Warriors game, which is like all the Zelda uh, characters and stuff, and it's on the Switch, and it has no trophies, obviously, because it's on the Switch, so maybe that would be cool. Or if there was another property that you really liked that these guys did, that could be also pretty fun. Um, I know JB in, in the Discord is working on Dynasty Warriors 9, which is these guys as well, so, you know, you got you got some options here, but this kind of falls in the middle between dirt and between deep rock galactic this is like your middle tier uh game in terms of time to platinum so yeah if this sounds like something that's uh up your alley maybe give it a try or if you really like persona maybe give it a try but that's all i got for this guy what do you guys think interested not interested i'm like kind of interested it'd be cool but yeah like you said that extra little tidbit is a bit much for me yeah, and I don't know because, again, obviously I haven't played it yet. You might hop in there and the system makes total sense and it's really not that complicated, but like it's hard to know sometimes when you when we're just reading about the games and like reading the trophy descriptions just how weird something will be. And, yeah, I thought uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, like missable stuff with like dialogue options to max out all your bonds and stuff that are... Yep. That's, that's, that's yeah. Like complicated. It sort of reminds me, in a sense, of Mass Effect trophy guides, where when you read them, they're kind of like, okay, like, do a mission and then talk to everybody. Like, and mm -hmm. then do another mission and then talk to everybody, because you don't want to miss something that can come up. And that just sounds mm -hmm. fucking annoying, to be completely honest. Um, you know, ideally, you're just like, I'm going to talk to people because I want to, when I want to, when it makes sense in the story. But this sort of, like, doing your due diligence and doing it every time... Yeah, that, that definitely bothered me a little bit as well. But mm -hmm. uh, apparently there is stealth sections, and some of the trophies hint at that too. Like you have to like get the jump on certain enemies. Um, there's combat sections, obviously. There's some light puzzles and light platforming. So I think overall it's combat heavy, of course, but it does mix it up in the gameplay, so you're not doing the same thing for the whole 50 hours. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like curious about this game. Maybe I'll talk to Quinn a bit more about it and see what they had to say. And uh, end up doing it, but right now I'm I'm not gonna check that out. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you gonna add it to your library? Is the question. I have not added any of these three games to my library. I will add Deep Rock Galactic <laughs> if we have people that want to play. So, you'll add it. I'll add it to my library. Yep. That's it. That's the only one that you'll add. Yep. I thought you were gonna try to find out more about Strikers. Yeah, maybe, maybe we got time, dude. We got two weeks. You know. Um, by the time we get to episode 51, I'll, I'll give you an update. I'm too obsessed with PlayStation Now right now, dude. I have so many PS3 games that I've never it's had access to. library, my guy. Nah, it's too much, dude. Put it in the library. Oh, messes messes with me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's going to, I think, do it for our trophy list discussions. And that's going to do it for episode 50. Holy shit. 100 weeks we've been doing this. As we alluded to before, we've got episode 52 as our two-year anniversary with the show, so that's coming up relatively soon. But before that, you'll, of course, get episode 51, which will discuss all that we've been playing in the month of January. 
So you can look forward to that. You guys have anything else to add before we sign off? Oh, that's it, I think. All right. Well, so let's wrap. Let's do it then. Where can people find you at, Eli? Uh, Instagram and uh, the Discord. There you and go. my YouTube channel. Check out that brap brap. That brap brap. First video. North Shredder 13 1D. <laughs> let's go. Yes, uh, Daryl, what about you? Uh, the Tall Simone Guy. You can find me on Instagram. You can find some of my older streams on Twitch. There you go. You can find me on uh, all gaming platforms at CK Present. Feel free to add me on there. And, uh, of course, the Discord, like we've all said, best place to get a hold of any of us. Come check it out. Cool people in there. Cool race. Win some money. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. Okay. Well, until next time, we, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. We hope that the tsunami has uh, left you alone. <laughs> and we hope you stay safe and healthy. Happy gaming. Happy trophy hunting. We'll catch you next time. And goodbye. Bye.